Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 124 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts, Tony. And I am Lou, and we have been gone for a very, very long time. It's been three months. It has been a long time, and it's all Tony's fault. It- and. <laughs> I take no it, blame it for any of that. No, that's not true. It was partially my blame, too. Uh, it's mostly mine. But mostly your fault. Um, we've missed all of you. We hope that you've missed us. All of you have missed us. Uh, did you say we had a message on, on Facebook or something? Uh, yeah, it's just... What is it? It's just... Is it nonsense? Yeah. Shenanigans? What no. is it? What is it? Uh, well, first of all... I thought you had this ready to go. I thought we agreed that if we were going to come back and do this. I did. Uh, Jason had posted, welcome back. Uh, he assumes we'll be discussing Man of Steel, which he's seen, and perhaps the Last of Us video game, which he has not played. Jason will be talking about both of those things. Both of those things, Jason. This is how responsive we are to our yes. fan base. Uh, that we've ignored for three months. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget you can email us at podcastapause.com. You know, I should check that email address to make sure it's still <laughs> working. I'm pretty sure it still works, but I, I really should it's check it. It's easier to use the Facebook page. Yeah, just just write to us on Facebook. Everyone's on the Facebook, right? Yeah. Aren't they? So Most far. people. Um, you know, last uh, last weekend, last Sunday, was the Father's Day. And uh, for Father's Day this year, my family and I went to something called Brick World here in Schaumburg, which is an annual expo having to do with Lego, where people bring stuff that they've built from all over the world, literally cool. all over the world, and display. And there are, there are other things, too. I think there are conferences. I don't know what they'd be about or whatever. I didn't, conferences about I don't know. Legos. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't partake Keynote in any of Keynote speakers about Legos? Something, something like that. <laughs> well, I think Lego always announces some new products at the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was held at the uh, Renaissance Convention Center right over here, which is a very nice facility. Very nice. At the and uh, it was really cool. There were some. I, I posted some pictures on on uh, one of my Facebook pages, and and if you were friends with me on there, take a look. They were really neat. Some of the displays that I thought were cool. Did you see any of those pictures? No. Um, one that I thought you would like is there was a whole part of a whole room from Portal Two, including both of the robots and this is your personal page. Uh, my work one. Is that the one with your picture or the cartoon? My picture. And so that one was cool. There was the scene from Empire Strikes Back where Darth Vader and Luke are out on the the you know, that walkway in Bespin. Really? When they have the big talk. How did I miss all this? I don't know. Uh there was an entire literally like twenty uh, maybe not twenty foot, like ten foot by thirty foot long Wizard of Oz display. With that started with the houses in black and white, like in grayscale, mm-hmm. and then there was a tornado that was spinning around with the house stuck in it and the witch flying around the outside, and then everything past that was in color, and there was Oz and you know all this other cool stuff. Um, there were a lot of neat things there. There were there were a lot of displays of just like a bunch of Star Wars stuff or or that sort of thing. There were some really cool replicas of famous buildings, skyscrapers. Yeah, that's cool. That's where I'm that stuff was really neat. Um, but there were some great, great displays there that were very cool um and just a lot of other random stuff oh, but the portal thing is cool. if you yeah isn't the portal thing cool Did you i see don't the, see the wizard of oz thing um you might not recognize it right away oh is it this yeah yeah and um but it, but if you have kids who like lego and you're in the area i would definitely check it out next year because it's a it's a really cool thing to take them to or someone's fascinated by it um, any any other new interesting things about you, Tony, that you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, no. 
No, there's nothing interesting about Tony. <laughs> no, uh, I did spend some time in Italy. That was fun. That was nice. I had some amazing food. There you go. Anything I, Anything I, interesting happen while you were there? Uh, no. No, you know what? I went on a really cool uh, food tour. I don't know if I mentioned this, that I was going to go on this food tour. I don't know. But since then, I've gone on the food tour. Right. And it's where you get to see them make the Parmigiano-Reggiano. And you go to a place where they age the balsamic. Right. And where they age the prosciutto. Yeah. It looked amazing If anyone is ever in Bologna and has any interest Do in it. This, reach out to me on Facebook. Do and it. And I will give you the information because it really was the highlight of my trip. Yeah, I would really like to do that if and we... And the food. Then you go to a big feast afterwards. And when I say feast, like ridiculous amounts of food yeah. and wine. That sounds great. Um, and then what is the uh, what is the cheese? Oh, boy. I'm losing my memory now. What's, what's it called when they make basically Parmesan... Parmigiano Reggiano, but outside of that area, it's the same exact cheese, but it's made outside of that area. Grana so Padano, they, maybe? yeah, Grana Padano. Yeah. So you know, if you ever want a little slightly cheaper alternative to Parmesan, but I will tell you, I always used to just buy like you know Parmesan from Wisconsin or whatever. And now, oh since no this way, tour, I would never do since that. Since this tour, yeah, I will only have never the real stuff. It tastes so much different. Yeah, it tastes oh, so much absolutely different. different. There, but I will only have the. I won't even do Grana Padano. I'll only do the. There real is, Padano. but Grana Padano is the same thing. Yeah, but it's, you know, I'm a purist. Uh, okay, fine. But there is definitely, uh, to a real Parmesan, there is, you know, Parmigiano-Reggiano, there's a, a definite nuttiness to it that you don't get in right. the fake ones. And you know, it's here's such something a interesting great too. You know, Parmigiano-Reggiano, I learned so much from this. I mean, it's one thing that you go and you get to see it all and you get to taste it all and, right. and all that. But, like, to learn about it, it just was so interesting to me. Did you know it's 100% uh, cow's milk? And they actually, the milk comes from like where they milk the cows. It's just it just goes through a tube right into the the cheese factory vat. where they make it. Yeah, and through the aging process, and everything, you're talking about the milk, not the cow. The milk, the cow <laughs> does not go through a tube. No, okay. Um, but uh, but they use the milk from the day before, so like the milk isn't even like. 24 hours old that right. they use to make the cheese, but through the process and and all that. Um, by the time they're done making it, it is uh, Parmigiano Reggiano, which most people don't under realize, even though it's 100% cow's milk cheese, has no lactose in it. Really? Yeah, interesting. Oh, well, that's probably why you can leave it out in a room and it doesn't go bad. Yep. Yeah. That's really fascinating. Yeah, so that- now, is it pasteurized or is it not pasteurized? It is pasteurized. I believe it is. Yes. Right. So is that why they use the milk from the day before? Do they pasteurize it first? Perhaps. That I don't remember. Yeah. But, uh, but in order for it to be DOP, that's the certification, yeah, right. it has to uh, be at least 12 months old. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can age it for longer right. than that. It has to be at least 12 yeah, months. Yeah, the 24-month Parmesan 24, is that's fantastic. Ideal. Yeah. And, it's, and, and just if you just break off a little chunk and just eat it, it's just so incredible. There's right. such a great flavor to that cheese. Now, you were- uh, you, you are, see the picture of me like, with the- I did, yeah. yeah. Oh, those pictures were great. Um, now, you are- you're a pretty good cook. Um, I've really been doing a lot of cooking recently. Yeah. Now, I my challenge for you, if you don't already have one, and if you do, please just share it with me, is to come up with a good pizza sauce recipe. Because that would not I, be I exactly heard, the same as a just pasta sauce. Just heard the other day from Mario Batali. Yeah. Did it sound good? Uh, it sounds very easy. Okay. Well, I like easy. It's just uh, San Marzano tomatoes. Yeah. Food processor. Yeah. A little bit of garlic. Yeah. A little bit of olive oil. That's so, it. That's all he does. Because we usually like kind of a sweeter sauce. 
I wonder what you would do. Because we don't put sugar in any of our sauces. So maybe I would just make it the way I make our regular sauce and put some carrots and celery in it, too. I don't know. Perhaps. But anyway. All right. Enough about that, because people are now are probably starving and drooling all over their keyboards um, listening to the food talk. Would you like to talk about video games? Let's. Let's. What have you been playing? Um... Let's start with uh, a friend at work had loaned me Hitman Absolution. We had been talking about uh, Far Cry. I forgot the name of that. Yeah. <laughs> about Far Cry. Yeah. And he would tell me that if I really liked the stealth aspect of it, oh. that I would really like Hitman Absolution. And I have really? to tell you, I really enjoy it because, you know, the whole thing's about being stealthy and, and yeah. doing certain missions and in different ways. And uh, what I like about it is just the wide variety of ways you can attack a mission. And is it stuff. is it kind of open world like Far Cry was? Uh, or not no? Really? I mean, you have a specific mission, but the area in which the mission is is big with lots of stuff different going options. On. Yeah. So it's not it's not completely linear, other than the fact that you have to do this one thing in this right. area. Right. But the area is pretty big. Yeah. But what's really cool, like obviously, you get it gives you points based on how creative you are with how you carry out the mission. Oh, that's so cool. obviously if you're just going through and like seeing it behind people and str- strangling everyone and yeah. like, and then doing that, you you're not going to get as many points. You get as a you zero. Are. Uh, well, not quite a zero. Well, in, <laughs> yeah. but I have to say, I've, I've really been impressed with you it. It's weird though. It's weird to me that there's a video game like that where you get points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually it's just like you just progress and well, it's not point based in that you need, I mean, you just want to get past the mission. Right. But you're rewarded for doing it in a more creative I gotcha. way. Okay. So that's where the points come in. I and see. I believe you get things like, you know, if you get a certain amount of points, you get things, I believe. Right. Prizes. Obviously, I haven't gotten very far. Fabulous prizes. But uh, I wonder if that's on the PC, because uh, I'll tell you, I've tried a few games recently that I'll talk about, and they were kind of stinkers, so I'm looking for something new. I'm just I saying. I don't even recognize those games. Okay. So there you Actually, go. Actually, one of them sounds familiar. Uh, then you I mean, the, you mean the last one? Well, <laughs> We'll talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I did pick up The Last of Us, and I have started it. I'm probably only about an hour and a half in, and okay. I have to say it's from Naughty Dog, the makers of the Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. And I have to say it's it's got similar mechanics to that and uh, just as gorgeous. Oh, my God. So, I mean, it's kind of like apocalyptic world, so it's not like right. you know gorgeous in that it's- Right. It's not green and right. verdant. But, I mean, the attention to detail is amazing. Yeah, and what I will say about this is just an hour and a half in, it gets you so emotionally invested into the story that you know you really care about what you're doing. Yeah, I can't say that I've come across much action. Yeah, you know, especially as compared to the Uncharted game. Because I got to be honest with you, you know, I tried to play Uncharted three and I couldn't really get into it. Like, I that's just, surprising. I just didn't find it to be that fun, and I was very frustrated with the controls. Very frustrated with the controls. I thought it was not easy to control. Yeah, well, that's because you're used to playing things on the PC. Yeah, I'm sure that's a big part of it. But, you know, I've played more action-oriented games like the first Mass Effect and those Fable games and stuff like that in the Xbox, and I didn't, I don't remember being that frustrated with it. I don't know. I have no answer for you there. Okay. But uh, I will play more and Thanks tell you more. But so far, it's... Um, Beautiful. Yes, and I can tell that I'm really going to like it once I get into, you know, the action portion right. of it. Right. Uh, IGN gave it a 10 and said it's the best game, best exclusive game on the PS3 ever. Really? That's huge. It's that a is huge. huge review. That is huge. So when that's you... probably why you told me to get it. Uh, yeah, that is. Wow. 
But, you know, um, I did actually, uh, I did actually use my PS. I noticed that you had logged on sometime within. The yeah, last we. I, I picked up. Uh, my son had played uh, Lego Star Wars at, you know, a friend's house or something like that, and so wait, Lego Star Wars? No, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. And so I, I got a copy for him for his birthday, and then he like didn't want to play it. So <laughs> I, I spent a couple hours playing it one day. <laughs> um, I've also been playing. Oh, here's another. <laughs> These next two games kind of go hand in hand in kind of sucking all the life out of me. Okay. Um, two games for I've been playing on the iPad and on the phone. Uh, the Simpsons tapped out. Okay. It's kind of like uh, Sim City, let's say. Okay. But in Springfield, the Simpsons world. Gotcha. And uh, oh, it takes up all my time. Wow. And my resources. Wow. Yeah. Um, there's a nucle- nuclear. Homer causes nuclear destruction in Springfield, and you've got to rebuild Springfield. Okay. And as you start to build it up, more things become available to you and more characters, and yeah. you have them do things to get more money. And, right. And, you know. I got gotcha. you. Typical play, but really, uh, it's a time di- sink. I, sh- I go back to it because there, cer- there are certain like things that take like six hours. Things that, you got to build up hours. your farm. So I Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm playing Farmville right. for, for right. Simpsons. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I by the way, constantly, speak- constantly, the first thing I do is is open my iPad, go on that, and collect all my money and buy my yeah. buildings. And speaking of that, did you ever see the clip of uh, Emma Stone on Jimmy Kimmel when she was talking about why she shut down her Facebook account? Uh, she told him she had to shut down her Facebook account. He's like, "Why is that?" She, she goes, "Well, I was uh, I was addicted to Farmville." <laughs> And he goes, well, no, I've heard, yeah, he goes, well, I mean, who knows? But uh, he goes, no, I've heard of that, but I don't really know what it is. is it, it's kind of like a fake farm. She goes, yeah, it's a fake farm, but it doesn't feel fake, Jimmy. <laughs> Just like with this serious look on her face. It was really funny. That is really funny. funny. But um, but yeah, let's talk about the next now one, Tony. Let's talk a little about here's what I want to know. Has controlled my life, and, and, and not just you, and not just you. It's a lot say, of people. I'm going to make a big confession here. It's cost me a lot. Of I was just going to ask you, it's which cost, cost you more, your trip to Italy <laughs> or, <laughs> or playing Candy, Candy Crush, Crush Saga? Saga. <laughs> That's what I want to know. No, you know what? I hate to, I'd hate to know how much I've spent on it, but I would like you to find out just so, for I shits and giggles. I can't because I would, I would be really mad at myself. That's all right. You said yeah. a little, <laughs> but um, but I can't tell you how many times like I'm just about to finish a level and I'm out of turns and I'm just like, you know what? It's worth a dollar to get past this level. <laughs> I am happy to report I have not spent a penny on I that am, game. I, I cannot even believe that, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. Yeah. But, I like, but, I, but that's why I'm only on level 30-something, and you're on level 200 or I'm, whatever I'm over 200 right now, as yeah. of today. Um, I'll tell you what. Whoever came up with that idea for that company to do all these microtransactions and that type of game, a genius. genius. And they deserve every penny that they are, they're making because- that they're getting from me. <laughs> not only you. I get- Because, you know, on Facebook, you get- Requests for people for more lives and more this and more that. Well, that's the worst I part. I get like 20 or 30 of them a day. Yeah. That's the worst part. It's not so much like when you're finishing. A, I mean, this is where I really will spend it is when I'm finishing a level and I only have like one or two more moves and then, you know, I'm out of turns. Then I'll spend the dollar. But when I won't spend the dollar is you only have like five lives and then you don't get another life for another half hour. Right. Um, I won't really spend the money that way because then I feel. I'm offended by that element of gameplay, I have to right. say. That you're only allowed to play the game for half an hour. Well, let me tell you. And then you, you one... have to wait like 17 minutes or something unless you pay them. Let me tell you one thing you can do, though. I have it on both my phone and my uh, iPad. And you yeah. have, if you have them both linked to your Facebook, um, 
They, well, you can they, send requests. They sync. Well, they sync up with each other. Yeah. So then, rather than just having five lives on the phone, I have five lives on the phone and five lives on the iPad. You've really, you're so, really working the system. So, uh, well, this guy Kel- workshop. Kelsey's me. looking at you like you're nuts. By the way, listen to this. Listen how this guy <laughs> works. Show me how he works the system, and and it, he's going to get in trouble somehow. <laughs> Here's Are you what gold, he does. What is he gold farming? He goes because it goes by your. Uh, your time and date settings in your phone. So he goes in and he changes the oh date God. and time. You people are to get the extra lives, and then he then he puts the time back, but it still keeps the lives. Oh my God! <laughs> but let me tell you, it gets so hard just, when you're up around the two hundred level. Two oh hundred? I couldn't get past level twenty three. So hard. The whole game. There is, was one. I want to say it was one because you know they make certain of those levels. So that there is literally no way you can get past them unless you pay the money. No, I, I won't say that. Really? No, but s- certain things have to happen. I mean, because I did things one... are random in this game, but certain things have to line up for you in order for. I it think to it work. was so level twenty three, but I had to do one of those levels literally twenty or thirty times before I could get past it. There is one level, and I want to say it's level one forty six. Okay, because somehow that number stays in my head. Right. Almost two weeks. Are you sure that's not the amount of money you <laughs> spend a day playing the game? No, I I don't ever spend more than maybe two or three dollars a day. Oh, okay. But well, think about a, it. That's a lot of money. <laughs> sixty bucks a month. So that's sixty. That's like four World of Warcraft accounts. To get three lollipop hammers, you have to pay a dollar ninety nine. A grown man just said that. Lollipop hammers. <laughs> I've only done that a couple times. Oh, my God. You paid for lollipop <laughs> I hammers. I have a sickness. I have a sickness. You paid for lollipop hammers. Yeah, and you only get three for two bucks. I could get real lollipop hammers for that. <laughs> and they don't even make them. <laughs> you could actually start a manufacturing company to make lollipop hammers for less than I think you're aware of what is all involved with the lollipop <laughs> hammers. Apparently not. Anyway. But it'd be something good at the end of that rainbow. You know what's funny? I was sitting in a... I played a lot of Candy Crusaga while I was in Italy. And at one point, I was waiting... Uh, that's, a, that's a horrible thing to say. Well, I mean, downtime. Um, yeah, there you was, said it was raining a lot, right? I uh, At one of my stops, yeah. And you're not allowed to go outside in Italy when it's raining, right? No, you can't. Um, I wouldn't have admitted that if I were you. There was... I was waiting somewhere. I want to say it was in a train station. I'm in Italy. I don't know if it was an airport or a train station. I'm in Italy, and I'm playing on my uh, iPad, and I start to hear it because I had the sound off. I start to hear the sounds, and this person sitting next to me, I don't know if they were American or European or where they were from, were also playing. I got to say, I do not like it the is... sounds that this game makes. They, no. they, they kind of give me nightmares. Right? It's, Delicious. It's nightmarish. <laughs> I will say, though, the music's a, terrible. it's terrible. I walked into a gas station the other day, and I hear... From Plants vs. Zombies. So I walk into the gas station. I'm like playing a little Plants vs. Zombies. The guy's like, yeah, how did you know that? I'm like, I heard the music. Like nobody else has ever played that game. Oh, the other one's number two. I got news on that. Oh, it's almost here. I got news on that. It's almost here. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Let me just. Okay, finish up. Let me just foreshadow by saying that they're taking a little page from the Candy Crush Saga. Microtransactions. You know what, though? Inherently, I don't mind as much with them because I know they're going to deliver something fantastic even without that. Candy Crush Saga, I feel, was made just to soak people. You know? Well, I'm soaked. You, you have been <laughs> soaked. Um, I, I play a little Candy Crush Saga, but I, I have never paid for anything. So I play it once every, you know, week. Maybe once a week I'll play it for a little while. 
Um, I tried a couple of of games that I think I got through Steam. One was Defiance, which is the game that goes along with the TV show, which we have not watched in a number of weeks because we got so addicted to something else that we'll talk about later. But um, I I wasn't really crazy about it. It, I don't know. It just just wasn't that fun. You know, that's a problem with a lot of games that I play. They're just not that fun because it's impossible for you to play a game of a certain genre and not compare it to other games in that genre that you've played. I mean, you can't do that. That's the way our brains work. Mm-hmm. And I just compared to other online games that I played, I just didn't think it was that much fun. And then I played this shooter, this Russian shooter called Metro Last Light, and I did not like that at <laughs> all. I did not like that. Did not like that at all. It was the controls were funky, the it just seemed very like difficult for no reason. And a lot of story that I didn't really care about because it wasn't that interesting. I'm trying to get some screenshots of it here. I don't know. It just it looks cool. It does look cool. It looks cool, but I I didn't find it to be fun at all. So oh, I haven't played. On, it's also out on uh, consoles. I didn't know. So I haven't really played anything in quite a while that I have enjoyed. Unfortunately, I'm see what IGN gave it. Yeah, I th- you know the reason I got it is because I think they gave it a high rating. Or I don't know if it was IGN, but I saw it. It was rated pretty high somewhere, but I just didn't enjoy it at all. So unfortunately, that's a hundred bucks between those two games down the tubes. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um. So what else you got as far as miscellaneous video game news? It got a seven point seven. Yeah. I, on the PC, I got seven point seven. I got seven point two on the consoles. Yeah. I don't know the reason for the disparity, but I don't know. Uh, let's see. Well, let's talk about the new consoles. Let's. New consoles have been uh, since all we've, fully announced. Yeah, since we've last talked. Right. And at first announcement, well, it's a very interesting story. It is. Microsoft first announced the Xbox One, which is the name of the new console. Right. At E3, you know, with all the details. Right. Um, such as these. These are like some of what they claim about the Xbox One is like superpowers, as far as I'm concerned. They say they can read your emotions. I, I wouldn't be surprised from what I've heard. First of all, it comes with a Kinect. Yes. And they're saying that this new Kinect is, what was it, like like 100 or 1,000 times more precise than the, the original one? Yeah, something. Something crazy where, like, from 20 feet away can detect a human person moving, like, a tenth of a millimeter or something wacky like that. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. But- Talk about the coolest feature of it. What's the coolest feature? The voice thing. Oh, yeah, it's voice. Uh, does voice stuff. Okay, that is the worst description of a cool feature I've ever heard. <laughs> I think you can tell which camp I'm in, but keep going. Okay, <laughs> so instead of instead of your console being hooked up to your TV and then you got to, like, switch inputs to use it and stuff like that, they want to make the Xbox One kind of like how a VCR used to be where it sits in between your TV and everything else that you use. And it's got voice recognition that is always on, even if you're not using the console. So theoretically, and by demonstration, apparently, you can walk into a room where you've got your Xbox One set up and say, you know, whatever, I want to watch HBO. And it'll turn on your TV, turn on your cable or satellite box or whatever, and change it to the right channel, and you start watching HBO. Am I right about this? I believe so. And that that it can do all sorts of things by voice command. But but you don't have to, like, do something first, like press a Siri button or, you know, whatever whatever it is that you would normally right. have to do. It's always listening. And, you know, Big apparently brother. the demonstration Big, was really – They're watching you at all times. They are watching you at all times. And apparently the demonstration was very impressive. Yeah. 
That's what I heard. So that's what I'm excited about. And they that say that, really works. that PlayStation is coming out with similar things. Right. I don't really know the details of them at this yeah. moment because I don't think they've really been announced. Again, not a good story. No, it wasn't. It okay. wasn't. But also at that time, Microsoft was saying that you A were, lot of wacky stuff. Yeah, like you always had to be online. Right. You couldn't play games unless you were connected to the internet. That was uh, one thing. You also couldn't- uh, Even if it was like a single-player game that had no real online component. You couldn't play any used games? No used games. No secondary All, market. Right. Um, uh, you couldn't play the Xbox One if you were in Nebraska. Right. <laughs> there were a bunch of states where it just wouldn't work. Right. Um, at, at launch. At I launch, mean, eventually right. it was going to. But apparently they've retracted a lot of that. All of that. All of that, pretty much. But the I don't story know about I like, the, the I don't know about I like the states, so they came so. out with those things, and then they announced their price, which was five hundred bucks, four ninety nine. Right. So what I was reading this article, I think it was an interview with um, someone from Sony who was saying that. So they they went to that announcement, and you know, talking about the PS four. PS four doesn't have to be online. You don't. You can play used games, and their price point was three ninety nine. So imagine them sitting in that presentation he said when we left that auditorium we were dancing up and down the aisles because <laughs> they were offering all these things that xbox right. was either right. you know denying or yeah. charging more for now is the uh this i don't remember is the xbox one does it have a blu-ray it does okay so now everything's going to be all blu-ray all the time yes that's good news um i will tell you that i've pre-ordered my ps4 I think I'm going to pre-order an Xbox. Interesting. I don't know why, because I don't really play my current Xbox that much, right. but I just feel like I need to have one. You know what I'm it's saying? very interesting. It is. I'm re- I just want to see like how cool the Kinect and the voice thing is. Right. I mean, it sounds nifty. I'll pay uh, 500 bucks for nifty, just so you people know. I paid if you invent something nifty, I will pay you $500 I paid 100 bucks to pre-order it, and then I paid 5 bucks to pre-order, because you know, there's a bunch of games at launch, Yeah. and one of them is Watch Dogs, which will be on... They'll have them for the current generation and the next generation. Which, so. by the way, I auditioned for and did not uh, ever hear back. Out. Did not work out at all. I'm yeah. very uh, very surprised by that because they were casting a lot of people. I don't know. I thought I did a pretty good audition, but I guess not. Well, Oh, well. I put five bucks on on that. Because <laughs> really, if they're going to offer games at you know sure. current generation and next generation. Why would you get this one? Why would you get this one? Why? It doesn't make any sense. I'm making what? your dad face right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's what I want to know. Did did Sony or Microsoft do pre-ordering for the consoles last generation? I don't remember I don't that remember happening. That. No, I remember people waiting in line. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So this is pretty neat because you you it'll ship so that you get it on the release date, right? I'm actually picking mine up at GameStop. I went into the oh, okay. store and pre-ordered. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. the Microsoft, if you do it through the Microsoft website, you you receive it you on also day one. also do it one. at Best Buy. Problem with Best Buy is it often isn't. Just saying. The Best Buy? Right. I don't think there's going to be a, any price differences with this. Just saying. <laughs> you know uh, that Kelsey's boyfriend still has never, I mean, he's, you know, into all the stuff that we're all into. Never been to a Best Buy. Never been to Apt. That's not so weird. It's weird. That's not that weird. It is weird. Um, It's weird. Tony doesn't think it's weird, but I think I, it's weird. I don't think it's weird. It's pretty weird. Uh, let's talk about some other things from E3. Okay, let's. Did you see, in fact, I, you know what? I'll make you watch it in the break. Okay. Did you see you can't make me do anything I don't the gameplay do. footage from The Division? Wait, you skipped something. No, Didn't I'm you? still on I. 
or one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, no. I don't even know what that we is. We will watch that during the break. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. In the same way that, remember the first time you saw that clip of Watch Dogs? Yeah, it's pretty this cool. Is, it's got that same Even more betterer? Uh, comparable. I, won't say I have a feeling I'm not going to love Watch Dogs. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying based on what I've seen of it it um it seems like there's too much going on See, that's all what the time me. That's what to me. be really visceral feeling. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. That's what scares me. That you're going to have to like constantly be doing stuff. What was that Deus Ex? That's how I felt about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like those kind of games. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But the division looks cool. Yeah. But it might fall into that category also that you're yeah. speaking of. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins, which is coming out later this year. Okay. Excited about that because you know I loved the Arkham City. This uh, this is kind of a prequel game, but takes place in that same world. And they say that the amount of Gotham that you're in is like much larger than Arkham City was. So it's more like a mega Gotham. Mega Gotham, yes. Wow. And how about Destiny? Did you see the any clips from that? No. Totally cool. No, this is not the video game based on Destiny's Child? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Because, you with know, the, there was that Journey game, so you can't be too sure. With the DLC? Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, this is from the makers of Halo. Oh, but that could be good. But it's not exclusive to both. Uh, or to anything. To just one right. console. But uh, it looks so cool. Really? I'll have to check that one out, too. Um, I also downloaded, I didn't realize it was already available for the f- iPhone and iPad, but the Smart Glass app okay. to accompany Have you used it? Um, I have, and I'm really looking forward to, well, when we talk about it later, a certain thing that we've been wa- both been watching. Okay. When you get to season that just ended. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we're speaking in code. But, I don't uh, either. All kinds of, while you're watching it, There's through, stuff. The, through the HBO Go app. All kinds of extra stuff. So Smart so, Glass is kind of like a little virtual buddy that shows you extra yeah. stuff, right? But not only it's. It, but I thought it was only video games, so it's no, other stuff no, no, too, no. huh? It does it. I want to say it does it for like it certainly does it for HBO Go, but it also does it for um, other apps as well. And you can control. Uh, you can use it as a remote. Ooh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. If you're watching it through the Xbox, through the Xbox, right? Not if you're watching it on a TV at a friend's house. You can't pause that with your phone. What? What? You said you could use it as a remote. Well, you you link it wirelessly to the Xbox, so you could probably use it at your friend's house. I was kidding. You have to be using it through an Xbox, though. It's not just yes. like if you're watching Comcast just through your cable box. Oh, no, no, no. You can't it's do it It's connected like to that. the Xbox. Right. But now, what does it do um, when you're playing games? What does it do? Does it just show you extra I don't know. Stuff? I haven't tried it with games, but I'll try it because right now I have... I haven't returned to Gamefly Halo Four, and I would imagine here's what stuff here's what my here's what I thought Smart Glass was when they when it first came out, and what I wish they would do is I want them to do something so that I can run an app on my computer and play a game that's on my Xbox using my keyboard and mouse. That no would be cool. A lot of people want to no, do that. No, just no, a lot of people. You, a lot Mr. of people <laughs> want to do that. In fact, there's a thing called a, a, a ZIM, XIM, Xbox uh-huh. interface module that lets you hook up a keyboard mouse to your Xbox. Uh, why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> You're sitting in a lonely I, corner. <laughs> I, there's some, a lot of them. It must not be that lonely. But let me tell you, like the, the show we were talking about earlier that yeah. we're going to talk about later. <laughs> why is this a secret? <laughs> well, why now we... it is a secret. So don't over it. Okay. Um, but uh, it's so cool. While you're watching the show, when characters come on, like, 
you can press on on smart class you press and it can give you like background on the character and yeah. more information about like the scene yeah. or like Naked so cool. pictures I would them. imagine that there's similar things because I know you can download. Apps. Can you hold your while you're running Smart Glass? Can you hold your phone up in front of the TV and see the characters naked? That would be pretty no, cool. I don't think you can. Well, on that I show, just came up with most my... characters are already naked. <laughs> I just came up with my next app idea. <laughs> X-ray goggles. Anyway, um, I haven't played around a lot with it, just a little. But I'm okay. I, I'm referring to the Smart Glass, by the way. Yeah, I... <laughs> but I am. Uh, I am enjoying it so far. Because I didn't even really know that right, I had the power. Right, right. But I have the power. He's got the power! Uh, moving on. Ubisoft is currently developing films based on some of its most popular games, including Far Cry, Bing. Raging Rabbids, Bing. Ghost Recon. And- <laughs> I just had to throw one in there. And the upcoming game, Watch Dogs. So Bing. the game isn't even out yet, and they're going to make a movie about it. Wow, nice. They have, that's confidence for you. Yeah. That's chutzpah. Uh, Microsoft is taking a cue from Sony and offering free downloads of some of their classic games for paying Xbox Live Gold members. A new game will become available every 1st and 16th of the month. Currently, Fable 3 is available free to download, with Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2 becoming available in July. No, but you know, that's a nice thing, because, I mean, if if you've never really played yeah. this game... Yeah, no, that is really cool. Free. That's I mean, very cool, actually. I, just, I never played Halo 3. I just downloaded a couple games from... Uh, you know, because PlayStation does that, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And uh, I just downloaded XCOM. Did you play that? No. Nope. That's free right now. So is that Deus Ex, the one that we both It's only games with X play. in the title. Oh, right. I didn't think mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Uncharted 3 right now is on there for free. Mm-hmm. Uncharted 3X. I like that. I like that they do that. Yeah, that is cool. And finally, Plants vs. Zombies 2 will be free for iOS devices with a variety of in-app purchases available. Really? Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It'll be free. That's really cool. Be- or can you just buy it and not have to pay stuff? I don't think so. Oh, really? I don't know about like for the PC. Yeah, but I know for the wow, it's interesting. iOS. Device. Well, if they if they do the uh, if they do like a Windows 8 version of it, then they could do the in-app purchases there too, because uh, you know Windows 8 has all that stuff built in. That's if the Xbox doesn't completely bankrupt Microsoft. What? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. With all the negative press they're getting. I don't think that's gonna. Well, they're getting good press now. Uh, no, it looks desperate at time to recoup their losses. Whatever. I don't think they had any losses. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see which one of them. We'll see who goes out of business first, Microsoft or you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was me against them. Well, you kind of have made it into that now. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about TV. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about TV. Should we just go right into it? Should Let's we just talk about it. the thing? We've ca- we've finally caught up with the rest of the world. Yes, we both. Well, I'm not completely. No, up, we but. both have have uh, watched Game of Thrones, and I got to tell you, one of the best television shows I've ever seen in my life. I will have to agree. It is amazing. Episode after episode after episode, it yep. is amazing. Now, how far are you? I finished season one. Were you not blown away by what happened towards the end of that season? No, because people Because you had, knew. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. But too many people had hyped it, you being one of them. I uh, didn't hype it. Yeah, you said to me, you're like, uh, oh, you said, oh, you're going to have time to watch the, the last two episodes today because it's... You said no, I just said because I want to talk about it on the podcast. I think you were hyping the last episode. Oh. 
It wasn't even the last episode. It was the second to last episode. Yeah. That was. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that what I mean. Was, that was unbelievable. Because weren't you like, wait, but. Right. You know, yeah. but but you can't do that because that's. The guy. Know, the guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what Amy and I always say to each other. I thought that was the guy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. I mean. Amazing. It's an amazing show. And uh, I can't wait till you get caught up with the rest of it. Um, just like. Well, now I'm happy because I had the first season I was only able to watch on HBO Go. Which, okay. Uh, here's a gripe. Wait, let, let's back up a little bit. Okay. The show is is based on a series of books called A Game of Ice and Fire, uh, A Song no, of, song Ice, of and Ice and Fire, by a guy named George R.R. R. Martin, yes. who I, w- I always thought was some British guy like J.R.R. Tolkien, but he's not. First of all, he's not British. Second of all, he's not dead. And... Um, and I've seen a couple of interviews with him, and he, he's kind of a funny guy. But so it's it's a series of books that the TV show is based on, and he's only what like halfway th- through writing the series of books, and now like people are putting pressure on him to write the rest of the books because the TV show is going to catch up at some point. Right. Um, so it, it, it's sort of a medieval you know time period, but do we even know if it's really Earth or is it just some random existence? I mean. There's really no reference to anything real, oh, and that's so, on purpose. And it's sure. and it's relevant, uh, but it's a medieval time period kind of thing, and it's a number of sort of noble houses, all either directly or indirectly competing for the the throne, uh, to be the king of the the seven. It's, so it's a wicked game, the seven realms, yeah. and uh, but what's interesting too is there. I wouldn't say it goes as far as something like Lord of the Rings in terms of the scope of its magic and all that kind of stuff. But there's definitely a lot of. It's a lot more based in realism, but there are those. There are definitely elements of supernatural, paranormal, um, fantastic elements that are. I would say the. the, the, I'm using air quotes. And I've only seen the first season, so I don't know what's coming second or third season. But the amount of. I won't even say magic because there's no magic per se that I've seen so far. It's more spiritually driven than it is casting spells. Right. Or, There's or none of that magical power. There's none of that. And we're caught up and I still really haven't seen much right. evidence of that kind of right. stuff. And and you'll I mean things do get different and change a little bit. Um but yeah, it's not that kind of a thing, really. At right. least at least not yet. But what's amazing about it is there are a zillion characters and they're all so well drawn and so well written and so well acted. And you just really, you get so involved with these characters and I'm not sure how much I want to say here, but other than that, George RR Martin has no problem killing people. Right. Let's just say that. And and what he said is that he always likes it when you're surprised by stuff like that when you're watching a movie or watching a TV show. You know, he wants you to be afraid to watch the next scene. What's right. going to happen to this person that I like? What's going to happen to Very this person scary. that I like? And and it's 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 brilliant. It's a brilliant show. Everything about it is well done. It looks gorgeous. The it's epic in its scope. The acting, writing, directing, it's all fantastic. I mean, it's just so well done. Now, the, the the one thing that I would say is kind of a shame about the show is it requires a certain type of viewer. Um, I could never have my parents watch the show. Let's put it that way. Uh, because oh, because of the sex. It's extremely graphic in its violence and its its you know sexual activity. And okay. I don't really feel like it's gratuitous. Uh, well, it is gratuitous in both violence and sex, but. 
But I think it's, I don't feel like it's out of. It sets of, a tone, right? Though, it sets for a that tone, yeah. and it keeps consistent with that tone, right? And well, I tell you, I can't wait for you to get caught up because there are some things that we're going to have a lot of fun discussions about related to this show. If you haven't seen it, if you're not going to be offended by the the sex and violence, which do why yourself, would you be? Come on, do yourself a favor and watch it because. And let me tell you, there are only options for doing so. So right now, the only way to watch the first season, other than going out and buying it. If you have HBO, you can watch it on HBO Go. That's the only way to see it. And what I was about to gripe about before is you can watch HBO Go right now on your iPad and on your Xbox 360, which is how I've been watching it on the 360. But I have a Samsung smart TV that has an HBO app. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) No, except for Xfinity because we have Xfinity. Xfinity won't allow – because you know you have to go through Xfinity because that's where my HBO subscription is through. Xfinity won't allow Samsung. I see what you're saying. To because when you you mean to register the app, you have to register through your account through Comcast. Right, and Xfinity isn't one of the supported. So it's not that providers. like they're blocking the internet connection; they just won't let you use your Xfinity HBO account to to watch it on that on app. a Samsung. But I can on my 360 because I had okay. to do the same thing through my 360. Right, so it was okay there, but it's not okay on the Samsung TV. And from what a friend of mine told me, it's also not okay if you have Xfinity on a Roku device either. Huh, that's weird. It sucks because there's a lot of other cable companies that you can choose from, like if you had yeah. you know, Time Warner or whatever the others, sure. that allow you to do it. So yeah. why is Xfinity being so stingy? I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't uh, get paid as much for perhaps, HBO. Perhaps. perhaps. But I'm glad that I finally finished season one because right now with Xfinity, we have all the, of, season all of, two on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. All of season two and season three are on demand. Yeah. So And that's how we got caught up because we – Watch the first two seasons on Blu-ray. So you subscribe to HBO. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell mind. a story about that as well later. Okay, yeah. it's in my in the end. okay. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if we have the same story. We might. We might have the same. We might story. have the same story. Uh, are we done talking about that? Yep. <laughs> uh, I watched some Hannibal, and I liked some Hannibal. Yeah. Can't say I liked all the Hannibal. Right. But right. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's done well. Um, the acting is really good, but. It just, I just needed to move along more. I gotcha. I don't, I'm almost afraid to ask what the next thing is on your list. Oh, that was uh, the next thing on the list. That's all I have to say about Hannibal. Okay. <laughs> and whether I'll keep up with it, I'm only eh. a couple episodes behind, but I, I might, you know, catch yeah. up. I've seen bits and pieces, and I w- didn't interest me. Also, since we met last, um, HBO aired the Steven Soderbergh movie about Liberace. Oh, okay. Behind the Kettelabra. Okay. With um, Michael Douglas as Liberace. Let me just say, out. future Emmy winner Michael Douglas for playing Liberace. Really? To a T. Actually, if you go- Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas. Yes. Not the old talk show host. So right after watching that movie where he was just amazing, I went and I watched some on YouTube some interviews with Liberace uh, from that time. Because he's playing in a certain time frame, like when sure. he's older. Right. So from that time, Liberace doing interviews, to a T. Wow. To a T. Unbelievable. Matt Damon's okay, but Michael Douglas yeah. is just amazing in it. The movie itself, you know, whatever. It's from it's from the uh, boyfriend's point of view. Okay. So it's, you know. Yeah. Were there... Uh, but it was entertaining. Uh, were there any scenes with him on the Joe Franklin show? No. no. I, just, <laughs> I just thought maybe. Oh, yeah. I think it's just fascinating that a man could... Do that kind of thing like that, and it's just it's just amazing. It's just at that age. No, but t- let me tell you how creepy this guy was. 
who? from this. Who was creepy? Liberace. Oh, he was a creepy guy. F- oh my god, completely. So he he fell in love with this this guy, this much younger man, right? Um, you know, just because of his looks and that. So he who can kind of, really say why we fall in love with the people we fall in love? Okay, with? Okay, fair enough. But it, it was pretty much lust driven. So he okay. he takes the guy in and like showers him with gifts and like you know and. From what the story tells, I don't know how much of this is really true because it's that guy's sure, point it's somebody's of view. point of view. Apparently, he really loved him too until Liberace got all crazy. But um, he gets into Liberace's world, and they're so happy. They're so happy. But then Liberace decides that uh, he keeps calling the the guy. I forgot his name. Scott. He keeps okay. calling Scott his uh, little baby boy. Okay. And then he decides that he wants little baby boy to be more of a part of him. So he has him get plastic surgery to make him look more like. Liberace. That is a little weird. And then he wants to adopt him. So mm. his boyfriend, who he has a strong, they stress, strong sexual relationship with, he wants to adopt him, even though he's already a full-grown adult. Mm. <laughs> and did he? No, I never went through with that. Oh, okay. That is a little weird. You don't see that every day. <laughs> no. I don't know. There's something you just don't. Joey, you don't see that every day. <laughs> Um, I've also been watching, I've watched about five episodes of the new Arrested Development on Netflix. Okay. And, what uh, is that show about? Because Amy asked me, she goes, everyone's talking about this show that everyone says is so great, one of the greatest shows ever on TV. Oh, it is. What's it about? It's about- I mean, uh, just to give me the- Family you know. of, family of wackos. Okay. But it's funny. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. not like- But a, I just say I'm not loving the new ones. And people tell me, they're like, oh, once you get three or four in, like- it starts to find its pace. And I have to say, through all the newer episodes, there's some funny stuff, yeah. but I don't think it has the magic of the you, first three seasons. You know, there's that William H. Macy show on cable that's a family of wackos. No, but that's... That's, like, all depressing that's and the, No, horrible, this isn't right? depressing. This is, like, comedy sitcom. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because well, that's another one that's the gra- on our That's list the of... greatest thing about Arrested Development for... I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners have seen it or know about it but the greatest thing about it is there's so many levels so no no, no i'm not i'm just saying well you just excluded me from a club that you included everybody in but i'm for me, explaining to I'm you saying, though yeah. why this show is so highly revered okay. there are so many different levels right. to this show that you could watch the same episode three times and see things that you missed without glasses for example for, for example let me give you one there's this one running storyline where this one character played by david cross wants to he keeps trying out for Blue Man Group, okay. So he's always blue, yeah. Like through many episodes, he's always blue. But you'll you'll see an episode where he's not even in the scene, but you'll see a blue handprint on the back wall. <laughs> but it's so like that is pretty and cool. out of the way, and they do stuff like that all the time. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Just little hidden fun things. I mean, what was I just reading about? Um, oh, I was just reading about Easter eggs and Man of Steel. That's what it was. Um, I read that also, where it kind of points to other, right? Yeah, things. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and so Master so Chef is o- back. So it's okay, but not as good. The as new the- season is right. just okay right. so far. I'll watch the rest of them. Right. I mean, it might get better. How's Master Chef working? Let me out tell for you, you what Arrested oh, Development is we're doing. We're back on though. that. You know, all, <laughs> all the episodes before it was all a big ensemble piece with you know all the different characters, but each episode here is based on a character, a character, or a some character. of them repeating, right. but. You do have the other characters in that episode, but the main focus of the episode is that is, guy. Is that that guy? Yeah. The guy or girl or the girl? And I don't know what's happened to Portia de Rossi's face, but she needs the. Is she a plastic surgery person oh my now? God. Oh, she's my not God. that old. Isn't she younger than us? She's probably our age. Oh, maybe a little younger. Wow, I don't know. I don't get it. 
You think Ellen DeGeneres is trying to make her look like her? Possibly. Like the Liberace thing. I wonder if she wants to adopt her. Possibly. <laughs> um, Master Chef is back. And how is that? As great as ever. You made that same gesture twice. I know, because I love the Master Chef. You know I love the Master Chef. Yeah, and now it's, it's Kelsey, have you been watching Master Chef? Yeah. Oh. And are you enjoying it? My only complaint about Master Chef, you know, in previous seasons it was on twice a week. Yeah. But let me say you're not missing any, but now they do the two episodes like one after another right on the same night. Oh, that's kinda of weird. I like to break them up. Yeah. You need a break. You need to rest. So it's a two hour Master Chef rather than two two hour or two one hour. I understand Master what Chefs. you're saying. I get it. For those. But it's good so far. Oh, some good characters. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some great characters. (laughs) Now, are you watching The Hero with The Rock? No. No. Is that ridiculous? I I haven't seen it. But you know what I I did catch an episode of that I didn't write here? I don't. What's it called? It's got scene in the title. It's it's a movie. It's like Amazing Race, but it's where you have to. uh, Each little. Competition is based on a movie, so they go to like where the movie was filmed, and really? you have to do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's it, it's cool, but, but it's I think not. their budget is really low because they have to do these ridiculous things that like it just. It's and the locations well. are all actually the same, and they just pretend they're somewhere else. No, no, the locations are you know where they're supposed to be, yeah. and they they do all different kinds of movies like comedy or like there was yeah. one that was the Terminator, once it was Forrest Gump, and they do a couple different movies in each episode, so it's not like. A whole hour is one movie. Right. So that part's cool. But the best part of the whole show is the host, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who That guy couldn't host episode, his way out of a paper oh my bag. God. I, you say that, but you watch it because he is so goofy and, and funny. Yeah. Like, it means to be funny, but and is. He does, like, in every episode, he does impersonations of people in the movie that they're doing. So he does a Forrest Gump impersonation. I'll see if I can find. Is it good? It. Oh my god, so funny! Is I it know. good? Yes, but I mean, it's Dolph yeah. Lundgren doing right. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Never, did I ever tell the story on the podcast of how I ran into Dolph Lundgren? Literally, no. Yeah, I was at a trade show. He's a big man. He is a huge man. I, and I was like in a hurry to get back to our booth, and I ran around the the corner of the door into the show floor, and he was walking the other way with you know his couple guys or whoever he was with, and I literally ran right into him and fell down flat on my ass. And then he said, "You will lose." No, and he said, "He said, oh, sorry about that." And I'm like, "That's okay, I wasn't looking." You're and then an I'm Ivan like, Drago. and then I like start running. I start running back to the booth. I'm like, I just ran into Dolph Lundgren. That was so. And weird. when you were running back to the booth, was it uh, the song from Rocky Four where? He's uh, running through Gonna Russia. fly now? No, it wasn't no, that. No, no, this is Rocky Four. Oh, sorry. It's not even Eye of the Tigers after I'd sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't that at all. But, uh, yeah. Or no, whichever. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't watched anything anyway. except Game of Thrones, so you can just move on with miscellaneous. Oh, it's time for miscellaneous. Yeah. Uh, well, since we met last, Whoa. some you didn't know this? No. Come on. It was a, it was a month ago they announced this. Oh, no, I haven't heard this. 24 is coming back. That is insanely cool. And not as a movie, as a series. That is so well, for cool. for a season. But they're doing... Uh, it's expedited, apparently. It's it's 24-hour day, but done over 12 episodes. But I don't know yet if the 12 episodes are two hours long. Well, then why wouldn't they just do 24 single-hour episodes? That but makes no would, sense. Who does yeah, a two-hour TV show? But then you're you're changing the whole concept of the show. Yeah, you... but don't forget, after the first season, they didn't do the real time thing anyway. They didn't. No, each each hour of TV represented that hour of the day, but it wasn't in real time anymore. It wasn't like 
you know, three and by Kelsey. It I wasn't don't think that's true. have a good weekend. It wasn't three and a half minutes later in the story when you got back from the commercial. That I was only the first season. I think that was all seasons. No. If you if you look at the beginning of the first season, they say, you know Right. But um, I thought they did that for all the seasons. The following occurs between eleven AM and, and twelve PM. And they didn't do that Events for the other- occur in real time. And then that was it. It was only the first season. I disagree with that. I think that happened in all seasons. No, I know it happened. I think it happened in all seasons. Because they still did the clicking. They did that, but they they got rid of the events occur in real time. But they still showed you the time. Why would they show you the time if it wasn't in time? They always showed you the time. I know. So why would they show you the time if it was? Why are they showing you the time if it's not really the time? It doesn't doesn't matter. It didn't work that way. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't think you're right. I am right. It was not real time after the first season. It was still an hour of the day, but there might have been a little more of a gap or a little overlap or something else like that. I'll have to do some research on that. Cause, yeah, do some research Because that takes that. away the whole concept of the show if they didn't do it that way. Not really, because one episode and of the show is one hour that, of the day. They, oh, and that every every season had that. This episode was from seven to eight. Right. That part was the same. But that during that hour wasn't necessarily in real time. It would time. have to be if it's from no, 7 to 8. No, it wouldn't. So wait, because everything could have happened within the 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. time slot, even if you weren't seeing exactly every second of that time. So you might have seen things that overlapped a little bit. I don't even understand what you're saying. If it happened between 7 and 8 and the show is an hour long, right? then it happened between 7 and 8. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I mean, it was because the show went chronological. Order. I know they didn't, I know. They didn't flash I know. back. I'm just oh, saying, this was 15 minutes ago. I'm just saying I don't think it was real time after the first season. I'm gonna do some research. Okay, do some research. I, I could be wrong, but I I, I think that's the way it is. I hope to God you are. Wow, <laughs> you really have it in for me. <laughs> uh, so when is it coming back this fall? No, I believe it's the following year. Boom. <laughs> I'll do some research on that, too. I got a lot of research to do. You, you do. Uh, executive producers Nigel Lithgow and Ken Warwick have been fired from American Idol. Not to be confused with Warwick Davis. Not, no, not at all. Um, in an attempt to revitalize fired. the show, which saw its lowest ratings in the show's history this past season. Well, you know, you have to blame. You know, we say this every year, but nobody listens to us. You can't just pick people based on their singing ability. You have to also pick people based. No, but you know what? I don't even think it's that. It's it's tired. I mean, it's it's yeah. been done. Well, they got to do something. They got to mix it up a little bit. No, they got to stop it. But they, you know what else they got to do? They got to get rid of Mariah Carey. She was worthless. Uh, worthless. They got rid of everyone. What? Oh, you oh, know that? For, no, I don't. You don't watch any news. No, I don't watch any news. <laughs> I love that you think that they would show this on the news. All four of them are gone. Really? Randy's gone. They're all gone. So it's it is a new show anyway. Then did you hear about who they're talking about getting? I did not. Obviously, if I didn't hear that, Kelly Clarkson, I... Jennifer Hudson, Adam Lambert, and Clay Aiken. Now, what's interesting is I think at least four of those people you just mentioned <laughs> have actually been on American right. Idols. I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a terrible idea, too. I don't think most people ever want to see Adam Lambert ever again, for one thing. <laughs> I would say more that more about Clay Aiken than Adam Lambert. Oh, I wouldn't. Well, well that's because you have his bobblehead in office. <laughs> just his regular head. Um, it doesn't bobble. Um, I, I don't think people want to look at Clay Aiken, but I don't think people want to hear from uh, Adam Lambert. Um, that's just an idea they've been toying around with. Yeah. I think they should stop the show. I think it's done. I think it's run its course. Yeah. 
I, I don't see. And I think that about all those shows. All the singing shows? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe take a break for a few years. Right. And then come back. Right. You know? It could be retro. It could be. <laughs> or just, just, you know, let people jones for it and then give them what they're after. Right. right. Let them eat cake. There's also talk that they will, uh, because X Factor, I think, is filming right now, and then they'll do the live show. That's shows. the worst of all of them, I have to say. I, I disagree. Oh, God. I disagree. I think probably, I would say The Voice is probably the worst of all of them. But the whole first part of the voice is it's really great. cool. But then the rest of it, is, the rest is of it's terrible. The rest of it is terrible. Yeah. Um, but they're talking about once X Factor is done, maybe bringing back Simon and Paula on but American Idol. Randy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but not Randy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he looked like he would rather have been doing pretty much anything else right. most of the time anyway. But that's all just speculation. Yeah. Um, FX is trying to recreate the recent success of Anger Management with a new comedy starring Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence. Good luck with that. They called it an oddball comedy. You can't have a comedy with Martin Lawrence. He's not <laughs> funny. It's an oddball comedy. Uh, yeah. In that it's not funny. Uh, speaking of FX, the network has recently canceled Russell Brand's show, Brand X. I've never seen it. I've never seen an episode. Uh, the season finale of Game of Thrones has broken the record for the most pirated television episode. Which makes no sense. Well, whatever. I don't. I can't say too much about that. But does it make sense? I can't say. I can't say. Because anything I say to justify what I just said will ruin something or multiple things oh. for a bunch of people. But whatever. Don't ruin it. I don't want to ruin that. The next new series on HBO will be True Detective. A gritty drama starring Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. What has happened to Matthew? Have you seen Matthew McConaughey recently? No, but that seems like one of the most boring pairs of people you could ever put in something together. Um, I find nothing interesting about either one of them. It, 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 it all depends on the material. Really? Yeah. What material has either one of them ever been interesting in? Name one thing. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Uh... Uh huh. There's a lot of things. That Name one. Woody Harrelson was good in uh, Hunger Games. No, he, <laughs> he was wasn't. Got, he was great on Cheers. Okay, fine. There you go. Cheers. That's it. <laughs> he wasn't great on Hunger Games. He was good. I mean, he, he was fine. He was probably one of the worst actors in that movie. He played the character the way it was written. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was great in Dazed and Confused. Mm, never saw it. I know. Yeah. Uh, you, only, you only brought that up because you knew I couldn't rebut it. No, no, no. That's his oh, best Oh, was he actually? Ever. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, that's yeah. his best okay. role ever. And finally, very sad note. Soprano star James Gandolfini is dead at 51. Ironically, in Italy. Why is that ironic? Well, because he's most famous for playing a mobster from Italy. Just saying. I don't think he was from Italy on the show. Well, I mean, he was Italian. Wasn't an Irish mobster. He's really Italian, and he went to Italy a lot. So there's really uh, nothing ironic it's kind about of ironic. it. Actually, it's appropriate. You think he would be it's peaceful? The opposite of ironic. You think he'd be peaceful? Peaceful in Italy, his motherland, and not so stressed out that he died of a heart attack. Uh, he actually was with his son, and they said that he, they had oh. gone and had a nice dinner. And blah, blah, that's blah. very sad. That is very sad. Very sad. It's very sad because he is only six years older than we are. I know. I know. I never would have guessed he was only six years older than we were. I wouldn't have either. I would have guessed he was like the next generation. Oh, really? I wouldn't have guessed yeah. he was that old. I would have guessed he was in that middle generation. Oh. They have those, you know. Yeah. There are people who are between our age and our parents' age. It's pretty sad, though. It is sad. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about movies. 
Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. We have both seen... A lot of movies. A lot of movies. We've both seen... Uh, let's start off with Man of Steel. Which Man of we Steel, we've both, both seen. seen. That's the new Superman movie. It is the new Superman movie. And um, I enjoyed it very much. Tony did not enjoy it as much. Yes. Uh, why don't you talk about... Uh, it's why an origin story. It is an origin story. And... Um, Fitting the same formula as all origin stories. Yes, in that it is, in fact, an, an origin. origin story. And right. that there's a villain... And he defeats the villain. Right. End of origin story. Okay. No twists, no surprises. Mm. Have there been any superhero origin stories, and I'm not being facetious here, that followed a different format? No, that's what I'm saying. Why didn't they try to follow a different format? Right. Maybe because those other ones all made a ton of money and they figured, hey, we can make a ton of money. Well, I mean, that's what makes me feel stupid that I bought into the hype of this movie because this oh. was the movie I was most looking forward to. Yeah. And so far, it's the movie I've been most disappointed by. Really? Well, I'm just saying disappointed. Yeah. I'm not saying right, right, right. I'm not saying it was terrible. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. No. There were things about it I liked. There were a lot of things about it. I thought the acting was great. I thought the acting was great. Um, and I liked the way the, the actors were directed. was terrible. Well, I think the way the actors were directed was really good. Yes. I think the way the camera work was directed was awful. Yes. I did not like it. I don't like the way that guy, Zack Snyder, the director, I don't like the way he sees movies. And I wouldn't say that I liked the way he directed that. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the source material, the script. But I don't feel it had the humanity. I I will say that the Christopher Reeve, the first, or and the second one, not going past those. I wouldn't even go past the first. Are you kidding? The second one is the best one, no, by far. I don't think so. Are you kidding me? The second one is by far the best Superman movie. I disagree. How can you disagree? Because I didn't like it as much. What do you mean? But how there's I disagree? so much more humanity in the second one. The second one is when he loses his powers. Remember, and then General Zod, and then he gets his powers back. Oh yeah, maybe I did like that's that one the better. second one. Oh yeah. okay. The first one is where he goes in. He goes, goes backwards. The earth backwards. Oh and, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the second one is the great one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I take it back. There's so much more humanity in that movie than there was in this one. These characters to me were just so two dimensional, with the exception of the whole thing between Kevin Costner and and him. Um, I didn't think he was really, yeah, I, I like that. And I actually liked, I actually thought Zod's character had some, a little bit more depth yeah, to it too. I, okay. Because, I'll, because I'll, here's I'll the thing, because here's the thing, like in Superman two, Zod was basically an evil bad guy. Right. Whereas I liked, I really liked the element that they introduced about Krypton that gave Zod his motivation in this movie. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I get that. But I just feel I didn't get enough depth of the characters, and especially Superman. I mean, I get it. I get the whole tortured thing. But I just – I don't know if I can blame the actor or blame the director or blame well, the script. Well, I'm going to go on the script because also I think there was not nearly enough interaction between Superman and Lois Lane to really – And I got no chemistry from them. When really they kissed, give them any chemistry. I mean, I'm not really ruining anything. When right. they kissed – Right. It was like out of nowhere, and you're like... That's what I mean. There wasn't enough... I didn't feel a connection between them at all. There wasn't enough interaction between them to really to have them. a relationship right. at all. Right. Um, and, and that I blame on the script. Um, and then the other thing I didn't like about the movie, but overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. But the other thing I didn't like about it was when the um, when Superman and the bad guys started fighting, it was all in like super speed. Right. And I just think whenever you do anything like that, it just looks silly and, and ridiculous. It's not exciting it just looks dumb it's like when yoda was flipping around in the prequel trilogy right it just looks dumb like i thought it would have been a lot cooler if they did like 
one shot of that, and then they did some cool transition to where they're all in normal time and everything around them is going really slow. Because that could have been cool to see like what was happening around them while they were all, you know, kind of fighting. Right. But whatever, whatever. I just don't think that was a good way to handle it. Also, little things that I mean, I thought there was too much of the like the quick editing with the, with the yeah. battle shots. And I think the whole movie was handheld, I, I which was unnecessary. I can't wait till that whole thing is that whole trend is over when we go back to like the, the 80s style when you actually see, you know. Right. You know what? Longer longer seconds of Here, action rather than. Here's what people need to cut, do. Cut, cut, they cut. They need cut, to watch. Cut, cut. They need to watch. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Close Encounters, E.T., and Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's how you shoot a movie. Yeah. I, I don't care if you change the pacing, but shoot it like that, and your movie will automatically be a notch higher on the awesome scale. Another thing I really didn't like uh, was the way they washed the film out. And well, that's, that's part of the Zack Snyder vision, which I don't but, like. Superman has always been about bright colors, right? About blues and reds, and like right. whether it be the movies or the comic books, it's always been about bright colors. Yeah, and here it's completely washed out. It's like watching. Yeah, you know, I agree, and that's and that's part of what I don't like about the way he makes movies is he does that with every. I mean, think about three hundred. Three hundred was the same thing, right? Um, and uh, was Watchmen like that too? I don't remember. No, that had bright colors. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Because that stayed a little truer to the look of the comic book than than the Superman movie did. Yeah, yeah. But I liked I liked him as Superman. Yeah. Um. I I hope they give the next film, which there is one already. Already, yeah. Already talking about it, but I hope they give the next film to someone else. Yeah. I guess it'll depend on how much money this one makes. If it makes a a boatload of money, they'll it probably just give has. it to him again. It's already. Yeah. All right. So what else have you seen? Uh, we both saw Star Trek. Yes, that Into was a great darkness. movie. It, that was great. That was a great movie. I will say that was great. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. And uh, you know when when Disney announced that they bought Star Wars, that's a fun movie done well. Yes. Um, when when it was announced that Disney bought Star Wars, you know, uh, and then when when it was announced that J.J. Abrams was going to direct it, you know, there was that news about how the first Star Trek movie that he did a couple years ago was kind of his homage to Star Wars. In a lot of ways, and this one to me at the beginning felt very much like an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, that whole intro scene oh. was very Raiders of the Lost Ark, so that was kind of interesting. But yeah, it's a really fun movie, done well. That's a very yeah. good way to put it. And lots, you know, he is good at putting a lot of humanity into his films. Yeah, I will say. Oh, absolutely, there were a ton of it. Yeah, yeah, and there was surprise in it. Yeah, there were, there were things in it I wasn't expecting. And yeah, like, it was a lot know, of fun. Great character stuff in that. Yeah, no, yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. I have no complaint about it. And I like how he makes. His character's relatable without um, pandering to current pop culture sensibilities, in a sense. Like, you know, there was a scene when um, he had a little fight with Spock about something towards the very beginning of the movie. And, um, you know, there's a moment when he's standing in front of Spock, waiting him, waiting for him to, like, reciprocate on something, and Spock doesn't. And Kirk just kind of goes, Ugh, and, like, walks away. And that's, like, that's a great moment because... You know that's it's timeless, right? And it's it, it adds that kind of humanity that you're talking about. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, so far, the best movie of the summer, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Having not seen any of the others other than those two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what and else today have... being the first day of summer. <laughs> what what else have you seen? Uh, so I saw some films while I was on vacation. Okay. Uh, I saw Fifty Fifty. Don't know what that is. That is the comedy with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen about where he gets cancer. Doesn't even sound familiar. 
It's a comedy about cancer. I, um, sounds hilarious. It was good. It wasn't, and not even people who saw it. I didn't talk to many people who saw it, but the press hyped it so much that I didn't think it was as good as everyone said it was. Yeah. I mean, it had its couple funny moments. Don't you kind of feel like sometimes the press its, are just knuckleheads who like it's, it's a comedy about cancer, so automatically I'll think it's brilliant. Um, Don't you, you know what I mean? How they a lot of times they kind of bandwagon stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, they're just regular people good. like you and me. I would never watch it again. I would never even really probably right. recommend it. Like, right. I was entertained, but I expected more. I just, I will just say that I expected more. Yeah. Um, something I had no expectations about and loved was Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. It's one of these little teenage. Okay. Uh, Anyone famous in it? Uh, Emma Watson. Oh, Hermione. Hermione. Right. Loved this movie. Really? This is a great. This is like this generation. Sixteen Candles. Really? Though, that like that good? It, yes, it's fantastic. Wow. Even though it, uh, there's some darker moments in it. It's not completely yeah. comedy. So Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club combined. Yes, let's say that. Okay. Um, there, there is like one dark storyline in it, but it takes place though in the like late '80s. I want to say. Is it a British movie or no? No. Oh, okay. No. So she's faking an accent. She's American. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it is, it's just written so well. It's acted so well. It has so much charm. I loved it. I love wow. it. Wow. Highly, re- highly recommend. I'll have to remember that one. I'm going to circle it. Circle it. I'm going to circle it right um, now. I did happen to catch. It was on the HBO last week, uh, Magic Mike. So I thought I would watch it to talk about it. Yeah, and? That's what you expect. Yeah. It's is it dumb. Because uh, it got great reviews. No, which... you know what? It's written well, and there's some, some great moments in it. Let me just say my only problem with it is, and this would be your problem, it's one of those where... None of the characters are really redeeming. Even even uh, Channing Tatum's character is And I don't uh, like him anyway, so he uh I, I don't understand that. But um What is there to like about him? I, I just don't see it. He's not he's not charming. He is charming, absolutely. Well, maybe in that movie, but I'm saying no, he's never most... been charming in anything I've seen him in. Anyway, I just don't get that argument again. He, uh, I mean, he's good in it, but like his character is just there's some things about his character that are deplorable, but they're trying to like Make it seem okay because of his circumstances. Right. Yeah. Right. That doesn't make up for it. Um. But I would still say that that is better than Ted. Yeah. Which everyone really said, everyone oh, said that was great. My God, it's your typical just male-driven misogynistic. Yeah. Uh, just dumb fart joke, poop joke, gay joke. Yeah. Just sure. There's a couple one-liners that are really funny, but I hilarious. Felt, oh my God! It's just I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I just don't like that kind of like sophomore. It's just. I felt the same way about well, the hangover. It depends, it's though, because it's appealing to a meathead male in his early twenties. That's what I don't. But like here's about it. here's what I don't get. And, 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 and now I, I haven't it. seen. I still haven't seen the Hangover, and I haven't seen Ted, so I, I may not be comparing apples to apples. But when we were younger, a lot of those kind of you know appealing to to young dumb males kind of movies, like you know, Marquise? no, because I never saw that either, so I can't comment on that. But like Revenge of the Nerds. Or, you know, stuff like that. Um, I didn't find, I still don't find those offensive in the way that you describe these movies. No, but these are, I mean, these are all about the, the, well, because those movies had like an occasional fart here and there. But these are, I mean, fart jokes, poop jokes, gay jokes. Yeah. um, Really, you know, a little discrimination toward women. Yeah, right. Um, Just not that funny. I don't know. They're just, I, I guess just because nowadays they're raunchier. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, I'm like, not saying I was offended by them. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's shock for the sake of being. Yeah. Oh shocked. god, you know I hate that. And you know what else I'm really tired of? 
pretty much anything with Melissa McCarthy now because she's the same character in every movie that she's advertised as being in. So it's like, oh, here's another movie where she plays that exact same character, and we're supposed to laugh at all the exact well, same jokes. Well, that's because that's, you know, that's her thing. But I that mean, doesn't make it funny. about Will Ferrell or Ben Stiller or Yeah, but we've talked Adam about Sandler. that. I don't like I don't like the Ben Stiller uh, movies where he plays that character. Uh, Will Ferrell, you know, I don't know if you can really say the same thing about only because yeah, I he's would. pretty much different in everything I've seen him in. But they're Maybe all I, kind of... Well, how do you compare Elf with that one where he Elf was almost dead count. with Elf doesn't count. old school? No, I'm looking with at Talladega Austin Nights. Powers. Talladega Nights. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I forgot about that movie. Uh, the the uh, the basketball one, semi pro, and the yeah, Blades right, right. of Glory. Yeah. Those are three. Those are the same character. Yeah. in all three of those. Yeah, and I don't like those kind of movies where they do that with somebody. One is enough. Yeah. And I don't think I thought any of those was as funny as most people thought they were. You know, yeah. But I mean, it just I'll just go back to comedy being subjective. I mean, yeah. I get it. I get. I when watching Ted, I can see why people like Ted. Right. It's just not my thing. Right. And and I won't say I don't want to sound like a prude where I was offended by. It. I wasn't offended by it. It's right. Just not, you just don't just like that thing. kind of thing. Yeah. It's just yeah. Not my thing. Right. Uh, now on my classic film project, I thought it would be nice because I've never seen it to watch Roman Holiday while I was on yeah. the way to Italy, so I watched yeah. it on the plane. Did you enjoy it? Um, I didn't know that it was Audrey Hepburn's first movie. Oh, really? Which is interesting. Yeah. So uh, Audrey Hepburn. Cary Grant in Rome, one of the best romantic comedies of all time. By wow. Far. By far. Yeah. It's amazing. And what I love about it is, I mean, it's your typical romantic comedy, but it, it like I expected it to end a way that it didn't. Yeah. So then there was that at so the that, end. That's nice, But it's too. just it's just so charming and innocent and like, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'll start with uh, an older movie that I saw for the first time, too, which was North by Northwest. I just watched that within the last year also. And, you know, the reason I wanted to watch it, this is a stupid reason I want to watch a movie, but we have a painting in our bedroom of, of it's kind of like this mid-century modern painting of a mid-century modern house. And it's the the house from the movie. The, the one house, they're keeping them in? The, the, one, um, the one like towards the end of the oh, movie right. that's like out over the yeah. rocks. Um, so it's it's of that house, and I didn't realize that when we bought the painting. I just liked the painting, and so I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see that. And um, and I thought it was actually a really good movie. That's I great. mean, it's it's amazing like how much well, it's Hitchcock suspense there is in that movie, yeah. given how old it is. You the know what I mean? The only thing that's bad about it, especially near the end, I want to say, is like some of the sets are just so cheesy. I mean, they're just oh, they're totally cheesy. They're so and you know, cheesy. and it's it's so interesting because there's so many plot points in that movie that just you could not get away with now. Because of technology. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, there's a scene when they're talking to a woman who talks about her, you know, husband being, uh, you know, giving a speech or something on the floor of the United Nations. And, you know, the the guy who she pretends that she's his wife of is his wife is actually dead. And he looks nothing like the guy who was there right. the day before who was supposedly her husband. And it's like. You know, that, in a second that would the be jig would have been right? up. You know, right. in, exactly. in one second, somebody would have you know hit something on a phone or an iPad, and she would have been in jail. Did you watch the, it on Blu-ray? Uh, I think we watched it, but you watched it in HD. No, I don't. Oh, we watched it. I think we you watched have to it. See an, well, I mean, if you ever would watch it again, because I had, I think I had was getting Netflix discs sent to me. That's how I watched it. So okay. I watched the Blu-ray, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, really? Blu-ray. The colors and just like, yeah. it's really crisp. And like some of those scenes, like when he's being chased by the plane and all that, yeah, really impressive. Yeah, but then, but then you know, there's the part near the end when they're on the mountain. Yeah, just it looks so cheesy. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I I. I 
kind of went in and out a little bit towards the end because I was right. watching it late at night and it was, you know, the pacing is still a little slow. Right. I also didn't like that scene before the airplane where he's waiting. It was like that scene was like 10 times too long. It's like, okay, I get it. The guy's not showing up. Right. Move along. Let's go. But um, yeah, really good movie. Definitely recommend it. Uh, we saw Dark Skies, which was an alien movie by the people who did Paranormal Encounters. Terrible, terrible, awful, horrible movie. Don't ever watch it. It was terrible. Uh, we saw A Good Day to Die Hard, which was a new Die Hard movie. Terrible, terrible, horrible, <laughs> awful movie. Don't ever watch it. It was terrible. I, know, I understand why you don't listen to reviews, but at, at a certain point, you have to like go with what everyone else is saying. Not really, because at a certain point, we're just really bored, and we need something to but watch. But don't you feel after you've watched terrible, terrible, terrible movies that you've completely wasted your time? Not if we were as bored as we were that night. <laughs> we were okay. really bored. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how you call that a diehard movie. It was nothing at all like any of the previous movies. I mean, pick the worst diehard movie to date. I'm going to go with three, maybe four. I can't remember. The one in the airport. That's two, isn't it? Was that two? No, three is the one with Samuel Jackson when they're driving around New York. Two is the one in the airport. Okay, well, whatever. Four is the the one from like a year and a half, two years ago. Well, pick the worst one. This was 10 times worse than that. It was <laughs> terrible. No it was so bad. Because the one from a couple of years ago I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, this one was absolutely awful and in no way anything like a Die Hard movie. <laughs> I, I, I just didn't get it. Um, we saw Iron Man 3. Um, it was a lot of fun, but but there was some stuff in the movie that just made no sense to me. Did you see it? No, but I wanted to. Okay. Yeah, there's stuff that just didn't make any sense. Um, but I won't talk about that. No, I will watch it. Okay. Okay. Probably when it But comes yeah, out it was, of it. it was fun. It was fun. Um, we saw Epic, which is a kids movie about a girl who gets shrunken down and um her dad thinks that there's this whole world of beings, you know, that live in the forest that are a lot smaller than us and she accidentally gets shrunken down and oops, realizes that he's right. Oops. Um not funny, not really all that charming, not really all that fun of a movie. <laughs> it was by the people who- You always expect those to be good movies. Yeah, it was by the people who did Ice Age, which the first one I thought was pretty good. Uh-huh. Not great. You know, it wasn't one of the better 3D movies, I, in my opinion, but this was just so kind of like one note throughout the whole thing. And just, Did your son enjoy it? He liked it, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he hasn't talked about it since then. Right. So uh, We saw After Earth. Um, with the two uh, Smiths. Why? Terrible, horrible, awful <laughs> movie. Don't ever see it. It was terrible. That movie is so bad. It's so bad. Hey, did you ever see, because it's been a while, did you ever see Oblivion when that was out? Oh, yeah. Did we not talk about that? No. Oh, yeah. That was that was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, that was really cool. Right. We we liked that a lot. Because um, people always make jokes that this is uh, Will Smith's version of Oblivion. No, you can't compare the two movies at all. Oblivion was re- was actually really cool. And we really enjoyed it. Um, Design-wise, it was really great because I guess the guy who wrote and or directed or something like that um, is an architect. And so a lot of the design in the movie is just really cool, especially if you like modern architecture, which I know you do. Um, Really neat. And um, it was a good story. There were some cool twists. And, uh, yeah, we really enjoyed that a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um so, yeah, After Earth was just terrible. All the jokes about it just being a ploy to make people think of his son as the next action star were so right on the money, and there is absolutely no way that's ever going to happen because 
the kid cannot act. The other weird thing is everyone spoke with this strange accent in the movie for no reason. <laughs> I mean, it takes place literally a thousand years in the future, and they all have this strange accent. Like, where would that accent have come from? They left here, and we're out in space. <coughs> <coughs> Why would they really? And it was like some weird like accent from like the deep south or something. It just made no sense. Like at the beginning of the movie, the kid was like narrating while you were seeing stuff on screen. And we almost literally could not understand what he was saying because of the stupid accent. It was so bizarre. And then the other thing that was so dumb is so they come back to Earth after a thousand years. And there's like all these new species of plants, these animals that you've never seen before. It's like. It's a thousand years. That doesn't happen in a thousand years. You need like a hundred million years for stuff like that to happen. Or at least a million years. You know what I mean? A thousand years? You might see like a different colored petal on a dandelion, maybe. You know, because like this maybe not quite as cold or something as it used to be. But I mean, it was just phenomenally ridiculous and so bad and so boring. And there was not a single surprising thing in that movie at all. You knew from the very first part of the movie exactly what was going to happen for the rest of the film. Terrible, terrible movie. And then the last thing we saw was Fast and Furious 6, which was a lot of fun. That was, uh, yeah, heard that. that was a lot of fun. Um, And we both enjoyed that, too. So, yeah, we've had kind of a mixed bag lately. Like, really, right about 50-50, which is not cool. But Because uh, that doesn't usually happen. We usually enjoy stuff a lot more than we have lately. But, you know, we got Monsters University that came out today. We'll probably see that this weekend. World War Z came out today. Oh, really? Oh. That actually got good reviews. It looks fun. And and that and that one we were not we were a little nervous about cuz wasn't it delayed a long time? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was delayed a long time. But um well that's cool. All right, you want to go do some miscellaneous? Sure. Ken Levine, who created the video game BioShock, is currently developing a remake of Logan's Run for the big screen. Well, I hope it's better than BioShock Infinite. Uh, he created the original Bioshock. Oh, he didn't have anything to do with this one? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, the Weren't pre- you kind of disappointed with that game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The previously discussed sequel to Independence Day will be released on July 3rd, 2015. We Why have- wouldn't it come out July 4th? Maybe that is a... I don't know. Depends what day of the week it is. That's weird. Wow. I'm kind of excited for that. Oh, yeah. I really like the first movie. I hate the first movie. I really like the combination of sci-fi and comedy that it, that the kind of combination of sci-fi and comedy. And I know you don't like Will Smith, and that was a big part of why you didn't like that movie. But I think there were a lot of good parts of that film. I thought Jeff Goldblum's character was great. I liked the whole beginning where you like see the spaceship going past the moon and all that kind of stuff, and figuring out the scene with uh, Brent Spiner where the alien takes him over. That was a great scene. Are you still here? That's because July 4th is a Saturday. Oh, okay. You you took a vacation from the podcast just to look up the date. Oh, well, I had to go through each month to get to July. Ah, uh, okay. And I had to mark it in my calendar that that's the day it comes out. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's a little weird. Uh, you would think you might remember that. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. has signed on to appear in the next two Avengers films. Whoopee. Of course, why wouldn't he? I'm sure those are big paychecks. Exactly. A remake of Poltergeist oh, begins filming on. in the fall. Unless it's by Steven Spielberg. I don't want to hear that. Uh, Wait, he didn't direct it, though, did he? He, he, produced, he it. produced it. Who Was that Joe Dante? Was that Chris Columbus? Who was I, that? I don't know. Um, Are you not going to look that up? No, that's not important. Okay. Um, wow. That's a movie that hasn't aged well. Have you seen that recently? Um, it's I, not even scary. It's, like, it's bad. Really? Yeah. 
I think I would probably still find it scary. But I know what you're saying. Uh, the sequel to Man of Steel is rumored to have a 2014 release with a Justice League movie making it to theaters in 2015. Aha! And you, I believe their reason for that is they wanted to compete with Star Wars. Aha! But uh, I thought 2015 wasn't guaranteed for Star Wars. I thought that was what Disney originally said, but that Abrams said that he doesn't think that's realistic. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, Chucky will be returning to theaters next year in The Curse of Chucky. The... Line of films is the curse of Chucky, <laughs> the series. That's the curse of Chucky uh, that we Schwarzen- almost bear. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger has signed on to appear in Terminator Five. I like the sound of that. That could be good. Yeah. Notice how everything I've talked about is a remake or a, re- or a sequel. We've, this is this is all this, always our this issue. Is what we do. Uh, a story has just surfaced <laughs> that a Jason Bourne film was in development during the early '80s with the title role going to Burt Reynolds. Yes. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you have any idea what I did before I lost my memory? <laughs> Forget that boat. How fast does that go? Um, this I like. Penelope Cruz will be the new Bond girl in the next James Bond film. It has also been confirmed that Sam Mendes will return to direct. I don't like that. You don't like Penelope Cruz? I love Penelope Cruz, but that's not that's the wrong casting for a Bond girl. No. Yeah. I mean, especially if they make her like a villain or something. Like, uh, but that's not a Bond girl. The Bond girl is never the villain. The Bond girl is his ally. Oh. And the Bond girl is supposed to be somebody who... Well, this last girl was kind of a villain. In the uh, last one. Yeah, but it, it, she's only allowed to be a villain if it's against her will. Oh. And it's supposed to be somebody who's not, like, super was famous. Was Octopussy a villain? Um, but again, sort of against her will. So maybe it'll be against her will. Maybe it will be, but but she's too. I think she's too famous for the part. That's my complaint. Because the Bond girls usually what? I didn't like that either. I didn't think she was a good Bond girl. I never saw that one. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. I'll tell you what Bond girl I don't like: Denise Richards. Don't like her. Hate her. Hate her. Was she the Bond girl, or was she a secondary? Because you know, there's usually like a secondary one. But I think she was. Yeah, that was not good casting. Don't like her. No. Uh, she's dishy to look at, though. I'll give her that. I mean, she used to be. I don't know if she still is. I hate her. Now, this is weird. A live-action film based on the long-running comic Archie is currently in the works. Oh, there will also be zombies. (laughs) Nobody even knows who that is anymore. I mean... Well, they still make the comics, so someone knows who they are. I find that fascinating. comics are still around. Do you think their reader base is all, like, 85? That's really creepy. (laughs) But, I mean, like, who, who would read those comics? Well, we don't know what kids are doing. Archie might be really popular. Pretty sure they're not doing that. With with the kids. I I doubt it. And finally, the sequel to 21 Jump Street now has a title. It doesn't even make any sense. 22 Jump Street. It doesn't even make any sense. The (laughs) name had to do with where their headquarters were. What'd they do, move next door? right next. No, across across the street. street. (laughs) I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's so dumb. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about everything else. All right, we're back, and it's time to talk about everything else in the old mashup. Moosh. Moosh. How do you feel? It's been a while. How does it feel? It, uh, it's good to get it out of my system. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Samsung's new ATIV Q is a huge convertible tablet with a 13.3-inch screen that displays 275 pixels per inch for a resolution of 3200 by 1800. It's only about 50% thicker than an iPad, but of course has a full physical keyboard. What's even more interesting is that it runs both Android 4.2.2 
a.k.a. Jelly Bean, I believe, and the full desktop version of Windows 8. No word yet on release date or price, but it's pretty cool. Why do you want a huge tablet? Are you trying to be naughty or something? No, I mean, serious. Why do you want a huge tablet? Uh, I don't know. Isn't everything better if it's bigger? No, they're now they're making the tablet smaller. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's better. It all depends on what you want. If you want a computer that you can also use as a tablet, anything that's a good thing. If it's got that nice big screen, you watch big. No, nice, I big... mean it doesn't make sense if you're like you know for portability use. Yeah, you know what I don't Isn't really that like. What a tablet's for portability. Um. Yeah. But still, I mean, if you need a laptop. And you also want to use a tablet at the same time. It seems like a better deal to have one thing that can do both rather than to have to bring two things with you. So is all I'm saying. Big, clunky tablet. Well, it's 13.3 inches. It's not that big. I mean, it's like it's half this. Than this. It's I like, wouldn't want anything bigger than this. Yeah, I mean, you're really only talking like an inch bigger this way and that way. I don't think that's that's, that's huge. Okay. Anyway, um, don't buy one. Okay. How about that? <laughs> A new drug called resin. By the way, let me just mention really weird thing when I was on vacation. It's amazing how many people have iPads and I'm talking the regular size iPads and take them around and use them as cameras. So annoying. First of all, I mean, this one doesn't have a good camera, but like people just, I can tell you everywhere I went in Italy, people are holding up their iPads, taking pictures. Yeah. Like buy a camera, use your phone. Like really? You're going to carry around. again? Why would you carry two things? Uh Huh? That's why people do it because they don't want to carry two things. If they have a new one with the good, the better camera, why would they carry two things with them? Why would they just use a phone? I'm saying it's just big. I understand, and I think it's weird like, too. When, but when I, I'm sightseeing, I don't want this big thing with me. But I also never thought that people would give up their computers to just use an iPad, and people do it all the time. I mean, there's no file system on there. You can't save in fact, stuff. My friend who, uh, like, you know, well, to a degree, my friend. Who, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. My friend who uh, lives in Italy told me that he had gone that it's it's a thing there for everyone to carry their iPad over there. Oh, he really? had gone to a concert and he said, you know, back in the day, like with people the lighters, would hold up their phones, yeah, their lighters first, and then the phones. He goes, I went to a concert where you wouldn't believe how many people in the audience were taking like video and pictures with their iPad. He goes, and I couldn't even see the stage because everyone's holding up their <laughs> iPad. How annoying is that? That is really annoying. That is they really should annoying. like not allow that. Mm. I'm going to make a decree. We need less laws, not more. Okay, buddy. Just saying. Um, a new drug called resin ferrotoxin derived from a Moroccan cactus could work to end localized pain in chronic pain sufferers for good. Human trials are just started, but tests on dogs that suffer from such symptoms are very promising. That's really cool. Because there are a lot of very debilitating diseases that cause a lot of pain. It'd be great. Because what's what is good about this is it goes right to the pain center and bypasses everything else. So there are like no side effects to it, which is really neat. Until uh, people become zombies and take over the world. That's not really a side effect so much as a bonus. <laughs> uh, Top Gear will return to BBC for their 20th season next weekend on June 30th. I believe this should go under the TV section. Uh, yep. I guess. NASA recently announced that analysis of some of the data from the old Spirit Mars rover indicates that Mars actually had an oxygen-rich atmosphere at one time, probably about one and a half billion years before Earth did, which is giving some scientists hope that we could one day terraform Mars back to having an atmosphere again. How, uh, how do they know that? Um, they analyzed samples of rocks that Spirit found, and they can tell by the particulate matter in the rocks. Oh. That's how they do it. Among all the secret stuff going on in the government of late, boy, it's, it's been embarrassing, hasn't it, for the government? 
Uh, I'm referring, of course, to the monitoring of U.S. citizens' phones and email and Internet usage and all that stuff. Is the fact that FBI Director Robert Mueller accidentally let slip that the FBI even uses spy drones over American soil for what he termed as being very, very narrowly focused on particularized cases and particularized leads. Yeah, but then they give an example, and in that case, it saved someone. Sure. So I get and it. you know what? I'm just reporting on this because it. it's in the news. I'm not personally offended by any of this no. stuff. As long if as it, if it protects, sure. And I, yeah. I'm not doing anything that I need right. to hide from anybody. Right. I don't I care. I don't care as long as they're not going to come after me. But for... The case that they showed uh, that they were talking about this and uh, was some guy had like kidnapped a girl or something, and they used the drone to get the guy. Right. Good. Use it for that. Exactly. In fact, use it to zap him in the ass while you're doing it. Wow. Put weapons on those bad boys. Um, yeah, I don't really have all the same problems with the whole like you know right to privacy and all that kind of stuff. I don't really. What does that get you at the end of the day? Uh, Nissan Leaf owners can at any time opt into Nissan's battery replacement program for costs of about a hundred dollars per month. Ah. Anybody in the program will get brand new batteries when theirs die. Nissan is trying to figure out what to do if you sign up, get new batteries, and then stop paying. Oops. Ah. Somebody made an R2-D2 cake that actually projects Princess Leia's Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi That's message. Very cool. Did you see that video? No. It was pretty neat, actually. Um, Audi has fired R&D chief Wolfgang Durheimer over differences in strategy and, reportedly, personal differences with VW Group CEO Martin Winterkorn. Uh, one of the things that he didn't like about this guy was something having to do with his design direction. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because, you know, Audi's which are very good cars for the most part, are have been criticized the last few years uh, because they all kind of look the same, like the A4 and the A6 and the A8, except for the fact that one is bigger than the next. They all, From the outside, they all look almost identical. And so I wonder if he was the person responsible for that or if he was trying to change it and they didn't want him to. Ah. Um, but whatever. It's a lot of what it should have yeah, got up. Exactly. Any kid who's ever played with a Transformers toy has wished that the things could actually transform by themselves. Well... That wish may soon be granted. Ah. At the 2013 Tokyo Toy Show, Takara Tomi showed off self-transforming Transformers toys to be released, hopefully, sometime next year. And finally, if you're one of the many eBay users who loved eBay's feed, then was sorely disappointed a couple weeks ago when you saw that it disappeared one day, with eBay telling everybody it was just a trial, no worries, the eBay feed is back. Ah. The eBay feed is really cool. Because usually if you want to look for something, you got to do search after search after search after search. Well, with the feed, you type in stuff that you want to search for, and it just creates a feed of all those different things and labels which part of your search, you know, feed search it came from. So you can just, like, scroll through all this stuff that has to do with stuff that you like and are looking stuff for. Stuff about stuff. Stuff about stuff. It's, it's actually uh, really cool. Well, let me also mention, and this will make it much harder to do the outline next time, that July 1st, there's no more Google Reader. I've already switched. What's my other option? Oh, what's my other Feedly. Feedly. Feedly will import. Feedly. Feedly. <laughs> Feedly. Feedly. will import your, your uh, Google Reader oh, well, settings. Oh, that's good to know. And then you, yeah. And it actually, and it displays in a bunch of different ways. So, like, you can do, like, a Pinterest-style display where you just have this infinitely scrolling thing of little pictures. Or you can do, you know, like, what's really cool is you can group your stuff. So, like, I have a podcast group. And all the different feeds that I follow that I look at to do this, I put them all in that group, and you look at that all together. 
So oh. it puts them all together chronologically, and then I can just go through there without having to look at individual feeds like I had to do on Google I Reader. I like that. It's really cool, actually. I Feedly, like it a lot. I'm glad you Feedly told me that. Feedly diddly Yeah, me too. Um, so, you know, that really brings us to the point in the program where we talk about our best and worst oh. moments of the, well, I would usually say last couple of weeks, but I'm going to have to say last few months. But let's just keep it recent, shall we? Yes. Ish. Um, Tony, please, please. I know you've been gone. I know you've been busy. I know you've been out of the country, but please, Tony, give us your worst. <laughs> okay, both my best and my worst have to do with certain companies. Okay. Um, and either good experiences or bad experiences. Well, that, that would go hand in hand with best and worst. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, you know, I, I'm not going to talk about a best movie or a best game. Or, I understand. I'm going to talk about... Talk about whatever you want. This is my America. best experience with the company. This is America. And my worst experience. Unless a drone shoots you for talking right about now, this. My worst experience with the company yeah. is with the company Microsoft. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened, Tony? So I came back from vacation and my. Uh, oh, that is bad. My and Xbox Microsoft Live was Gold for you. Oh. subscription okay. had expired and okay. the I had a new credit card. The one they had on file, like. They weren't able to renew it with the credit card okay. automatically. So they kept sending me emails saying, right. like, hey, we've been trying to do this. Give us your credit card information. So then I came back and I let it go for a little because I, I didn't need to get online and, like, you know, I didn't sure. want to pay for it. And then, like, I'm not using it. So I'm like, I'll wait till I'm going to use it again right. before, you know, giving them the information. I understand. So then when I realized the only way I could watch the first season of Game of Thrones was to do it on HBO Go and I could only do it on Xbox 360, I'm like, oh, well, here's an opportunity right. there to you go. renew it. So I went on there and I I uh I went I clicked on renew my subscription and I gave them my credit card, you know, it's saying like none of the credit cards you have on file, you know, work. We need a new credit card number. I gave them the new credit card number, paid for it, I watched a couple episodes, blah, blah, blah. But then I noticed like a week or two later that they had charged me twice. Okay. So I tried to get a hold of Microsoft and I couldn't find a phone number. When I went on their site, all I could find was chatting with an ambassador. Right. Some chatting with this ambassador. Uh, but... They don't actually work for Microsoft, do they? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> so he's not able to look at my account and he's not really being a help at all. But he's trying to make me go look for like some authorization code for Microsoft and going through all I'm running through all these hoops. Then it crossed my mind after dealing with this guy for almost a half hour, I'm like, you know what? I'll just call the credit card company and yeah. have them cancel one of the well, charges. And they can also give you a phone number. Because anybody who charges your credit card has to give a phone number. Interesting. Yeah. So I call the credit card. Immediately, they're like, oh, yeah, fine. So they take it off. And, you know, in that case, they credit you right away. And then right. they argue with them. And then if they don't, you know, if they don't win the argument, then you got to pay it. Then you got to pay it again. But so after a few days of them removing the charge, I get an email from Microsoft saying they've canceled my Xbox Live. So I'm like, but wait, there's still a charge outstanding. Right. So I Google and I finally find a phone number for Microsoft. So I call Microsoft and some guy who is a complete idiot is <laughs> the guy I got. I'm on the phone. I'm not lying with you for 45 minutes trying to explain to him that he goes, well, it's because you canceled the charge. You should have just called us. I'm like, yeah, but there were two charges. There is still a charge outstanding. And he goes, well, the reason they charge you twice is because, you know, I pressed for it to buy a year's worth. <laughs> As soon as they put that credit card number, it automatically renewed. And I would have even kept the two charges if it said that it didn't renew again until 2016. Right. But it, uh, I'm sorry, 2015. But it was saying 2014. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, but you still have you know my money for a year. He goes, well, no, that was an outstanding balance you had. I'm like, but, but you pay for Xbox Live ahead of time. Couldn't understand what I was saying. So finally, huh. he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to like reverse the charge for that one. 
He goes, and then you'll just have to, uh, you know, sign up again. Sign up again. Yeah. So then what I did, rather than I took my credit card information off of there, and I went and I bought one of the prepaid cards and just put in the code. There you go. But let me tell you, a lot of time spent trying to fix this situation. Does not sound like fun. Uh, I have kind of a similar story. Ah. Not that similar, but, you know, once we were done watching the Game of Thrones, I had no need to keep that HBO around. <laughs> So uh, I went online because, you know, when I wanted to sign up for it, I went online. I went to change my account, and I went to the thing to add services, and I added it, and zippy zaddy doo I was done, right, watching cool TV shows. So It's I go so to- funny because your worst is my best, but go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> I go to do the opposite now. I go online. I sign in. I go to change my services and take HBO off. Can't do it. Not allowed to log in online and remove services from your Comcast account. And the guy who I was chatting with, because, you know, again, it's all chat now these right. days. Everyone wants to chat with you. I don't want to <laughs> chat with these people. I just want my HBO canceled. Right. Um, he kept telling me all this stuff that I didn't care about. I'm like, I don't care about any of that. I just want HBO taken off. He's like, well, maybe there's a phone number. Maybe there's a phone number you could call to get that taken care of. So finally, he's like, you can't do that online. I'm like, why not? I could sign up for it online. He goes, no, you have to call somebody to have that removed. So I just ended with. You are really terrible at your job. Do you know that? And then I closed the window. So annoying. So did you ever get to cancel? No, I haven't called him yet. But. Um, well, uh, you know what? Then maybe my little, my my good thing. Are we on to the good thing? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what was your best? <laughs> maybe my good thing will help you. So originally when we lived in our condo, um, part of our assessments gave us basic cable for free. Mm-hmm. It was part of the, you know, part of your assessment. Mm-hmm. And then they had where... Uh, if you wanted channels in that, you would just add, you'd just pay for that, including the internet too. Gotcha. So all the basic was just included in the assessments. Well, then a lot of people in our building were paying their assessments, but still getting the cable. So they decided to take that out of the assessments. Okay. So then they were not paying their assessments. No, there's people in our building that haven't paid their assessments in years. Why are they still live there? Well, because you can't kick them out for that. They still own their unit. You can actually. But it takes a lot of like I don't know I don't yeah. know we pay our assessment so I'm yeah. not worried about it right I mean they're in arrears and they owe I mean they could be sued for it right but you know yeah they can't be they can't be evicted for it well I guess not but you could put a lien on the property yes that right. you could do yeah um but anyway so because we were paying they were paying all you know for all these people to have HBO that weren't paying their assessments they decided to take that out of it and then. You know, everyone would sign up for HBO right. on their own, everything on their own. So they sent a, a guy out who gave us all because the whole building was doing it. They gave us a great deal for the basic and they gave us all a year free of HBO. Okay. So we've already gone through the year free of HBO. And uh, and so it was time to call and cancel it okay. just because we weren't really using it. It's right. not a big deal. So I called to cancel it. But then I remembered a story that someone had told me. They're like, if you call comcast or xfinity if you call them and say that uh you're thinking about switching they'll give you anything you want that so, only works once no 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 it really works. it totally because my friend tried that twice and they said okay go ahead and switch to uverse and they canceled his account well they can't just cancel his account unless he lets them yeah but i guess he was too embarrassed uh <laughs> He needs to grow up there. So I call him like, hey, listen, I want to cancel. I didn't just start with the universe. Right, right, right. I said, hey, I want to cancel my HBO. Like, you know, we're being charged for it now. And it was a deal that we got before. Do you have any other deals going on? And she goes, oh, not on HBO right now. I'm like, oh, well, you know, let's go ahead and cancel it. And she goes, well, maybe there is something else I can do for you. So she's looking around. She goes, I tell you what. 
if you pay for the HBO, which it was quite a bit more yeah. from when we were getting it for free. If you pay for the HBO, we'll waive the fee for um for what is it like DVR rental and then like sending them out. What is that? The the service yeah, fee the, or yeah, whatever. Right. She said we'll waive that. I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know. And I go. So then I just asked her, and I'm like, how much more would it be to add on Showtime? Because I was looking at some packages at UVerse, and to have HBO and Showtime and all this, I'm like, you know, yeah. it's, it's less than what I'm getting from you. And she's like, uh, let me check. Hold on. So then she came back, and $10 more than what we were paying for – we're paying $10 more than when we, when we were getting HBO for free. Now we have HBO and Showtime. Oh, that's not too bad. So $5 a month each instead of $10 yeah. a month each. Not too bad. That's fantastic. It is, which is going to be great when Homeland. You're still comes spending back. more though, ten bucks more. Yeah, not bad. I need to get my cable bill down. It's ridiculous. But we have three DVRs too. You know what I mean? Why do you have three DVRs? Because I don't like the idea of that we can only record two shows at any given time, and then can't like fast forward and rewind. Six shows that you record. Sometimes, and we got a kid. Amy and I, you know, we don't see eye to eye all the time on what we want to watch. I certainly but there's don't. Also I certainly of... don't need to to watch Doctor Phil and the new Princesses TV show. Okay, that's, that's what she tapes. Well, sometimes, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, a lot there's so much of that stuff that is on uh, on demand that you don't even have to tape. Right. You know, it's a show that we've been trying to watch either, and it's even better to watch it on demand because you know the commercials are a lot less. Right. Um, here's a show that we would love to watch either on demand or on Netflix or on. Hulu Plus, not available anywhere, is Person of Interest. Because a lot of people have told us that show is really Person good. Person of Interest. What, re- uh, it's, with, uh, it's with the guy who played Ben on Lost. Um, you know, what's oh, that? that thing. Yeah, right. And everyone says it's a really That's good not show. On Hulu? It's not on nothing. You can't get that nowhere. You're sure it's not on Amazon. Amazon usually has things that the rest of those I've never have. tried Amazon. But um, well, I don't want to pay for another th- service. I'm already paying for like nine services. You don't have an Amazon Prime account? I don't think so. I don't know. But don't you anyway. buy a lot of things from Amazon? Yeah. You should get a Prime account. Why? You get free, like, next day shipping. Really? And a lot of other free things. But don't I have to get, like, a credit card or something through them to do that? No. Oh. It's just a monthly, or a, not a monthly, a yearly fee. That's I mean, a it's fee. All expensive. It's like 60 bucks. That's a fee. It's $5 a but month. But look at how much you pay for, if you buy a lot of things from Amazon, you're probably paying less to do that than you're paying for shipping. Yeah, that's probably true. I'll look into that. But then you get everything, all all these things on Amazon Instant Streaming, you get for free if you're a Prime member, mm. and that could be because there are a lot of shows that that are not on H, or I'm sorry, not on Hulu on demand or Netflix that are on it. Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, I'll Hannibal I'll being one that. of them, I bought, I had to buy a couple episodes of Hannibal in order to watch it. Yeah, I'll look into that. Uh, my best was uh, this past weekend we went with some friends to uh, we went for dinner first at a place in uh, downtown called the Taco Joint. Where we had some tasty tacos. You ever been there? No. Oh, it's good. It's good. They got a couple locations. I mean, it's like a nice place too. And um, oh, it sounds nice. And then we went to, uh, <laughs> and then we, I mean, it's a very urban kind of place. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's not a little hole in the wall. Right. And then we went to the Chicago because Theater. Because urban sounds really nice. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's a very city, downtown city kind of place. Uh-huh. I don't mean it's it's not like some goofy suburban place, you know, right. with bad nachos. But anyway. So then we went to the Chicago Theater to see uh, Seth Meyers do stand-up. And he was really, really funny. And um, so th- that was a really good show. 
And then the other thing is the guy, we missed the first opener, but the second opener was a guy who I think has been on TV a few times and stuff. His name is Hannibal something. I can't remember his name. Oh, but he's, he's you know what I'm talking about? Podcast every once in a while, yeah. But he was really, really funny too. I mean, they were really good. Seth Meyers, it was funny because he started off talking about some political stuff and it was actually kind of slow. And the guy before him, this Hannibal guy, had been really funny. So I think we're all kind of like, uh-oh, this might be embarrassing. But then his stuff just took off, and the rest of the show we were laughing pretty much the whole time. But it was really good. I would, I didn't even know he did stand-up. Um, and uh, and his stand-up was very, very good. So if you have a chance, it's part of that that tour, Comedy I forget. Festival. Yeah, whatever it's called. It's not really a tour. It's just here. Oh, it's just here? Yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, it was part of that. And uh, if you ever have the opportunity to see him in person, very funny. Very funny. Uh, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else you want to go over? Uh, no. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook. If you listen to us via the iTunes, please leave us a review and a rating. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can send us email at podcastpause.com. And other than that, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for uh, sticking around, even though we've been gone for so long. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.